Life is hectic, so wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with Factor's chef-crafted and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. With over 35 options a week, including keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and more, they've got a variety that fits your lifestyle. Factor has restaurant-quality meals ready to heat and eat in just two minutes. They also have various easy options for the entire day, from breakfast to midday bites, smoothies, and more. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and every meal is a nutritious and delicious experience, and it won't break the bank. You can customize your meals by choosing 6 to 18 per week. Plus, you can pause or reschedule deliveries anytime to fit your schedule. Factor meals are 100% hassle-free, giving you more time for what matters. Head to factormeals.com slash otherside50 and use the code otherside50 to get 50% off. That's code otherside50 at factormeals.com for 50% off your delicious, hassle-free meals. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, The Other Side NDE, where we talk about the fascinating phenomena of near-death experiences. These are more than just close calls. These are first-hand accounts of what people experienced dying, leaving the body, exploring another realm, and then returning to their body in order to share that experience with you. Every person that we interview and many of us listeners believe these accounts to be undeniably true experiences people had on the other side. If you enjoy listening to stories like these, make sure to check out our YouTube channel, The Other Side NDE, where we post two to three videos every week of people sharing their NDE stories. So as far as my NDE goes, I know everyone has um, a very different experience with their NDE, but I also have this idea that every NDE is gives that person something that they can take back with them, which is why it's an NDE as far as you die or you pass on and then come back. So I feel like the whole coming back thing, a part of the NDE is like really important as far as what was delivered as a message. So to me, it was more of a, a message, I think, carried in a way that had so much impact because it wasn't delivered you know, in the world or this 3D world that we're in. So it was delivered in a way outside of it. So the message carried a lot of weight with it. And that's what made it very different for me. I think that, you know, moving along in my life, I was very asleep and unconscious and I just wouldn't get uh, the hint of what I needed to get. So I know that my NDE was that last attempt to get my attention, to wake me up, to, to bring me back to my, what I call a true north path as far as living in alignment to myself. So it started with me though with addiction. So I guess I'll pull it back where I had a lot of things happen as a child as far as like abuse, trauma, different types of abuses as well, such as sexual abuse, emotional abuse, all kinds of different things. And then that led to me using drugs. I think it was something that was offered to me. I guess I didn't really know, but it was the like the one tool that I guess that felt that made me feel numb to the pain. So I think that's why, you know, I went in the drug route because it did help with me to overcome, not overcome, but like numb any sort of pain that I was feeling, it made me feel like I could live normal with all the abuse. And I know that's, you know, drugs for me was that, but drugs did 
it did increase. It got worse and worse and worse. And then with that, becoming a drug addict, life becomes worse and things just compound. And it got to a point when I was 28 years old where I just decided that I no longer wanted to be here because what was the point of another day of just suffering because every day was just another day of hell. So to me, a roll, you know, rolling the dice on dying while well, I'm already living in hell. So, I mean, if I die and go to hell, then I mean, what worse can it be kind of thing? A year prior, my brother died too. So I know that was really the starting point of what kicked it off for me like that put the fuel on the fire of my pain and it wasn't um yeah it was about one year after that i decided that i would end my life i did this with pills and um i was really sure that i was gonna die i was like really sure about it i didn't want to you know reach out for help i didn't want help i mean i've already been down those avenues they don't work so i knew what i was doing was going to kill me i just was not expecting to not be killed. Although I was killed, yes, of course, I wasn't expecting an NDE and then coming back. So I'll start from the very beginning when I add, like, you know, I took the pills, I began to, everything just kind of went dark on me, as in it was like just darkness was fading in on me. I can't really, it's hard to describe, but like, like you're, you're dialing down, you know, the light thing, and then it just like starts to get like darker and darker and darker until it's completely black. So it like dimmed until it was black. And then, there was a period of time I know that I have no clue what happened. And I know it was about 15 minutes or so where I lost complete. So I have no clue what happened in that time. But then all of a sudden light started to come in. And that's when I was hovering above my body in an ambulance. So I was like still within the ambulance, but on like more of the roof of the ambulance, there's paramedics over top of me. And they were saying, they were talking and there was a lot of stuff going on. Um, but I was looking down at my body and I remember really vividly just knowing like, holy shit, like I knew I was dead, but then it was so automatic to how alive I felt. That was like really shocking for me. I didn't like, yes, I'm dead, but I'm, I'm alive, but I'm more alive than I was when I was alive. So I knew that being dead was actually more where like, we're actually alive. I know that seems weird or whatever, but that's what it felt. And then slowly, I began to, I guess, see things, things kind of like were foggy, but time and space didn't really work the way I mean, it did when I was alive. And I think the first thing that I really went through was almost like a review, I guess. We say like we get a review. It wasn't like a review, like you're watching something, although it kind of was, but I was more like feeling what I was watching than watching it. So I noticed that all things exist in one moment and that were just perceptions of that one moment. And it was clear that this life is, is a purpose of growth. So all the lessons and all the things that we went through, their, their meaning for it was for growth. But ultimately the meaning of life though was not necessarily life's meaning, but our own meaning that we put on our own experiences. And then everything just started to kind of now flash as far as my experiences, as far as like certain events or people. And there were ones that had a lot of emotional attachment to them. So people that I hurt, people that I affected in negative ways, I felt all their pain. I felt what they felt. I felt their anger towards me, but I also felt people that actually I did affect in positive ways. I felt their love for me, their care. I felt things all around me 
as if it was all me, but it was all very separate at the same time. Once again, time and space too seemed very at one point, but yet I was seeing like past lives, but also future stuff as well. So everything's kind of like connected out as in time doesn't run linearly. It's cyclical, although it's still in the one moment. It's, uh, you know, I think one of the hardest things for me too with this whole experience. So it's been 12 years since I had this NDE and it was trying to verbalize these experiences because that was tough. Like you have something like this and then you try to figure out how to describe it. And I think I've gotten pretty well over time, although I'm not sure. It's just the describing of it I know doesn't do justice for what it is. So after kind of having this review as far as what I, you know, did or didn't do, or the fact that, you know, life was a series of challenges, I noticed right away that there's different bodies to us. So we don't just like, we're not just a physical body, we're obviously an energetic body. So I'm the energetic body, which is the real me, which the physical body is just like a vessel that I experience this reality in, but it's just a, a time frame. So it's not really, it's not obviously forever. It's just a, a blip of an experience that we experience this for. And then we have an emotional body and that body comes to me like it's like a blanket. So it, it either carries a lot of weight or not. It's very electrical as well. And then we have a mental body too, where all our beliefs, our definitions of things, our thought processes, everything that, you know, mentally going on or traumas live in the mind. And that to me has a, had a separate energetic form. So it was very clear that we're not just one body, we're multiple bodies that all come together at once. And we have to be able to work on each body to affect the other body, because they all will. If I work on my physical body, my emotional body, my mental body will be affected. If I work on my mental body, you know, in my physical body, emotional body will be affected. So it all comes together, although we need to be able to work on those bodies in order to, to lighten the load. So for me, example, I had a lot of, a lot of heavy heaviness, like a heavy energy in the emotional body, in the mental body and in the physical body. And it was really apparent that that's what I needed to do when I came back. I had to get rid of the toxins in my physical body, the emotional charge in my emotion body, and then all the dense, heavy, negative beliefs and stuff in the mental body. And that's what I've worked on for the past 12 years. So after this, uh, my brother who passed away a year prior had come up to me, just started kind of coming in from the side and he came up to me and it was just like him. So nothing had changed other than the fact that he was healthy, he was happy, he was vibrant. He reminded me of himself when he was young before he started using drugs and stuff. And um, he was just his bubbly self as far as making light of the situation. And at that point too, it was very easy to make light of it as well because it was like, wow, like that was pretty wild. Like that was pretty crazy. Oh my God. Like it was just a, it was kind of a joke more than anything from his point And from my point as well, it was like, we're looking at this life in a way that wasn't associated with it. So we're looking at it from a point of view, like we would look at a dream after we woke up, we would know it happened. We would know it was there, but we wouldn't give any weight to it because it was just a dream. So that's kind of how I viewed life outside of life. It didn't mean much other than the experience itself. It's like we woke up from a nightmare. I woke up from a nightmare and now I'm like my true self, not in pain, not in the ways that I was. 
From there, my brother wanted me to follow him. He took me to this giant room. It was all just like white. It was like a big circular white room. It was just bright as hell. And I then was waiting there. And then there's these three beings that I was introduced to. And they were different. They were from different time eras as well. And it was very, the whole message from these beings that are like spirit guides, whatever you want to call them, uh, which I think are spirit guides. But the whole message was that you're not done. There's a certain job for you. There was a reason why you came. And it's not just to hang out and kind of have a life and get through, but you have a job, like a purpose, like a bigger purpose than what you would think you would have. And so it was obvious that I needed to go back. And it was so easy to make the decision to go back though too from there, even though when I went back, it was horrible. And then from there came up the room that was all bright, started to light up and became like a holographic projection and it was surrounding me. And from there, I got to see into the future. I got to see my future. So when people say like the future of future earth, it's I, I'd say it's my future earth, if you will. And I saw where I would live. I saw what I'd be doing. I saw the air, how fresh it was, how clean, everything seemed different. Like the world was, it definitely was changed in a big way because that world, like what I saw just couldn't exist without the world going through a radical change. So I have a big belief in that we are heading to some great change, um, whatever that looks like. I don't know, but I guess we'll have to all ride that together. Now what? From there, it was more or less like you're going to go back now, I'm trying to think if I got anything. No, that's pretty much how it lines up. So now like, you know, I, I decided to go back, I come back, because this is when it kind of gets a little crazy too. So I, I come back and I find myself in a hospital bed and it's all bright and it was like horrible. So all the pain in my body, in my mind, in my, like all that pain that I left came all back. And so I had a real big contrast from the pain to the not pain. And then everything was bright and the, and the doctor's voice was so goddamn loud. I remember being like, just really like messed up about it. Like it, everything hurt me. And then from there, I knew that I had to change my life, but I, I was given the tools and the understanding of the nature of reality in order to do it. So being outside of my life gave me an amazing perspective on life being to me more like a game that we choose to play in order to win as far as challenges, fears, like we're here to develop and grow, to become better people, to treat people better, and not just people, but all life, animals, plants, and the earth. And so our growth equals a change in our soul. So like our soul comes here with a specific signature, and then the goal is to leave this life with that signature slightly altered to the positive. And we get that through struggle, through resistance, through hardship, through experience. Not just all negative, but we also get it through positivity, through happiness. But experience itself is what grows us if we learn. And negative lessons are about learning. And we get the signature change by actually learning from the lesson instead of becoming victims. We choose these lessons to grow us and then we take from it and we become victors, if you will. So 
There's that. I mean, when I came back for 12 years, it was just work. A lot of the work was, just, it was brutal. So coming back to this horrible life again, yes, I had the knowledge and it was great and I'm glad. So I knew what to do, but I still had to suffer. I still had to like go through the shit of the emotions of what it felt like, of the, the, the grief. I mean, God, man, the shame. I had to overcome addiction of all kinds. I had to heal from trauma, PTSD. There's so many things that I had to go through that were horrible. I also ended up homeless, lost everything, including my dog, my house, my girlfriend. It was just a lot of shit that happened after thinking that life, it would be great because you'd have all this knowledge, but it wasn't. It was like putting the knowledge into practice is what actually saved me from the way I was. But I needed that. I needed that lesson. I needed that to happen. That was the most important thing.